0: Everybody and welcome to episode fifty-four of Design Chat with Josh. I'm your host Josh Reach, a former graphic designer turned product designer, and on this lovely little design podcast today, we're going to talk about staying motivated as a designer. Yeah, <laughs> boy, has it been tough this past year. Uh, I know this. The past few episodes, really, this whole second season, has just kind of been a like. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a detox event, a a, uh, a, a kind of, I don't know, turbulent ride of what it's like to switch to a totally work from home environment, uh, for, uh, you know, kind of, or I should say in a product design or just design world in general, Uh, but it's relevant. Uh, Don't know how relevant these episodes will be once we are fully out of a global pandemic, Uh, but hopefully for now, these help you out. And motivation has been something that has really been Uh, a struggle for me. Uh, I found some ways to overcome a lack of motivation. Uh, But some of the things I'm going to say today may be a little surprising, but they may not be. I don't know. Uh, They may be relatable. They may not be. I don't know. Hopefully it helps. Uh, So let's jump into this episode. So staying motivated really as any type of a designer can be kind of, I feel like it could be challenging at any point in our careers, pandemic aside. Uh, but it, it's, it's kind of not just something that happens once. I feel like this is something that also is kind of a reoccurring part of our jobs. Um, but yes, this past year has kind of proven to be more of a challenge with lockdowns, uh, kind of extreme social isolation for those of us that live alone. Uh, and just kind of removing that one thing that whether we like to admit it or not as designers we thrive on this, uh, on this thing. And that is being around other designers, being around other creatives, um, and really just being around other people. You know, we like to think of ourselves as these kind of reclusive, put us in a dark corner with our MacBooks, and we'll design cool shit. Uh, But that's not really how designers work. Uh, True designers don't really work that way. And in the product design world, you definitely don't work that way. You work very closely, at the very least, with product owners, product managers, uh, your developers and engineers, uh, research team, if you're lucky enough to have a research team, there's a lot of people that you work with. Uh, and yes, we can all do that working from home, but without being physically around these people, and even just having that idle chit chat, whether it be about work, or not about work, doesn't really matter. The energy of being around other people is sometimes something that we really, really thrive upon Um, And so, you know, (laughs) for me personally, being locked down, living alone, never seeing about 95% of the people I work with, because I started my current job at the very beginning of lockdown, Uh, I've been 100% remote from day one. Um, You know, the question is, like, how have I stayed motivated, especially since I came to this realization of like, oh, my God, I really, really need to be around other people. People like physically around other people. I need their their energy to kind of feed off of uh, this this kind of being stuck in one place uh, to not just live in but to work in as well is just not working for me in a lot of cases. Um, you know the the real the thing is the real answer of like how I've stayed motivated is just quite simply I haven't. <laughs> Like I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been motivated. I'm still not 100% motivated, uh, doing the work that I'm doing. Now, fortunately I love the work I'm doing. I've got plenty of work to do. Uh, I do have amazing people I get to work with remotely. Um, but I, I've kind of come to the, the simple acceptance as a designer that for me, maybe for a lot of you listening as well, if I'm stuck at home and I'm not able to at least get into the office a few days a week and be around my team, um, I'm just not going to be 100% motivated. I'm just not going to be able to give 110% uh, of what I normally would in an office environment. Um, and that's just the simple truth. You know, I know other people are the opposite end of the spectrum. They're, they're totally thriving on this work from home thing. Um, and bless them. That's, that's amazing. Uh, but the reality is when you look at any type of large company or corporation, uh, you look at surveys that are done. Um, I can't divulge any surveys where I work or anything, but uh, just looking around, hearing what other people have said, what some of the articles and news articles have come out. As you know, people want to be back in an office. I think a lot of us don't want to be in an office five days a week, nine to five anymore. Uh, We've realized that is completely unnecessary. Um, But we do want to be in an office at some point in time. And as a designer, I feel like we want to be in that office because we want to be able to collaborate, to whiteboard, to show stuff just on the fly and not have to have everything fucking interaction be this scheduled event that has to happen through Zoom. You can't naturally create just this hangout place. And if you have figured this out as a designer of this natural hangout, like, you know, maybe literally leave Zoom running for like hours on end, and you're just on mute, and you have your other design designers or you know, engineers or whatever there that can pop in and out. I don't know. Like that to me, that seems weird. Um, but like, you can't naturally create an environment completely digitally. That was, you know, an office or a room or a workspace that you are there in person. You can literally just turn around and start talking to somebody, um, you know, and, and because it feels very prescriptive when you're online, 100% of the time. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know to, to me like that 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 just kills the motivation for me yes I'm excited about what I'm doing uh, I'm very fortunate very grateful I love my job but I know I could be doing better I know that I could be more motivated um, and I I feel as though that is something that a lot of other designers, especially people I've talked to lately of like just kind of the woes of like this past year and working from home, even if you aren't alone and say you have a family, especially if you have kids, like a lot of us don't want that distraction of the family right like you have too many distractions then in that case it's not that you're alone but you're you're not motivated enough because you're constantly being pulled maybe into other areas or you have to take care of your family now i know some people again love that because they can take care of their family they realize that their entire life does not revolve around their job which i think is a very important thing that we've learned this year um but you know, a lot of us really do care. Designers especially really care about what we do for a living. And and it kind of almost is the center of our world, even though maybe it shouldn't be. Um, but it is. Uh, so yeah, when we lose that motivation, it, it, it really sucks, right? Uh, whether it's motivation by you're losing motivation by distraction or losing motivation by isolation, I think it's, it's definitely there. Um, so I kind of Looking back at this past year, you know, I I do I personally do things that do help me stay motivated. I've learned to adapt to this work from home environment, so there there are some things that that I've done, um, and and kind of things that have have kind of more or less opened my eyes to help me find motivation. The first is that cheesy saying of like a work life balance, right? We, we've, you know, this is especially in a corporate setting, you know, any job really, you know, we've gotta, you gotta have a work life balance, you gotta have a work life balance. I've learned that something that's motivated me by being home, especially alone, is learning to be okay with like in the middle of the day, just going out like know, early, earlier today, right? Like I, I went out and I grabbed a coffee. I, I took 15 minutes to literally leave my home to bike over to a coffee shop, grab a cup of coffee, take my time, and then just kind of bike back, sipping my coffee, you know, not not in a huge rush. I took my time. If it took 15 minutes, it took 15 minutes. If it took half an hour, it took half an hour. The reality is, like, that type of, like, break and that escape from this, like, cocoon that I've been in all day long, every day, for over 400 days, um, has really, like, helped keep me, like, oddly enough, motivated. It's the, it's those little breaks. Uh, sometimes I'll usually use my, my lunch breaks. Uh, I used to take full hour lunch breaks, but I've learned that I'm more motivated in the middle of the day than I am in the very early morning and at the very end of the day. Um, so I've shortened my lunch breaks a little bit, uh, so I can actually escape and maybe do my bike ride earlier in the afternoon after hours. Uh, or I take like a quick little half hour ride, um, and just escape uh just get out and i don't feel bad for it i don't feel like you know oh my god i can't do this right like or or if i go 45 minutes instead of half an hour i don't feel the pressure that you normally would feel in an office environment because people can literally see you up and leave and like they're like what, what what's josh doing at 2 30. <laughs> oh he's going to starbucks to grab a coffee oh why we have coffee here you know i've been at places like that uh where like they'll they'll buy everything so you just constantly stay in the office to me, like I've been able to kind of refresh that motivation of like coming back to my desk and like getting back into things by actually leaving my desk and just leaving my whole home. Um, So that that work-life balance has really helped. And I don't feel bad for it. Like I don't hide it. I don't feel bad for it. I literally will put in my, I don't even know if anybody sees it because I don't think anybody really Notices, but like I put in my my message my away message for for work chat like be right back out grabbing a coffee and it's like two two thirty in the afternoon uh, and I'll be gone for just a couple minutes and then I'll come back um, you know so it just it helps it really helps because as creatives we definitely cannot sit in a box whether it's a cubicle or whether it's a living room or a home office we cannot sit in there for 8 hours a day and not leave our chairs like we have to get up we have to move around it it the, the creativity right thrives on kind of moving on getting up and getting about, you know, things. It can't just be sitting at a desk staring at Behance all day or Dribble or whatever, or, you know, working on something or sketching or doodling at one desk and being like, well, I can't leave. I can't go do this. I can't go, you know, no, like, it, look, the, the way I look at it is, until I get back in the office, I am unapologetically going to be getting up and going out and doing things in the middle of the workday just to take quick breaks because it works for me. It helps keep me motivated and I can get things done faster and I can get things done a little bit better once I come back from those breaks. Um, The other the other big thing, the big motivator for me is when I'm done at the end of the day, like I'm done, like I I, my work notifications are off. I do not check work. I do not think about work. I don't even though I want to think about projects sometimes or I might get ideas or inspiration from something I see. That's fine. I note it. I take it down, but I don't think about work. Once work is done at the end of the day, I, and this is something I've been doing for years. It's not really anything new, but it's become especially helpful during the pandemic of to keep motivated. I don't let myself burn out and I don't, I I make sure I have that work-life balance where like I'm literally just enjoying my time off on the weekdays, on the weekends, you know, or I should say the weeknights and the weekends. um, And I'm not thinking about work. Like, I have that balance. Uh, so that way, when I do come back, like, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, this is exciting again because I haven't thought about it for a few hours or a few days if it's the weekend. Um, so that's just the first big, probably the biggest thing uh, to help keep my motivation going is actually just keeping that balance and keeping work where work belongs and at times where work belongs. Um, you know, I, I've definitely gotten past the worry um, that I've, I've had at at really every place that I've been at, um, where I, I kind of I, I feel like for a lot of us, we we felt the need to show that we're logged in constantly, even if we are logged in, but. The, the thing is, we're not always on our freaking computers. Sometimes we're drawing. Sometimes we're doing research um, on a different machine, or on a phone, or on an app, or something. If we're working on apps and mobile websites, uh, so it's okay to let that Teams, you know, status or Slack status go to away, uh, and you know, oh, Josh hasn't been seen in you know <laughs> a couple minutes. Like it's okay. I don't worry about that anymore um, because. It, it robs you from that motivation and that drive to actually get back and do the real work. At least in my opinion, it does. Um, so what's the next thing? So th- that's one thing, work-life balance. The next thing is I actually am in constant contact with my coworkers uh, on Teams, and uh, Teams, Slack, whatever, whatever chat, you know, uh, um, service <laughs> that we use you know past jobs that spend teams and slack um, but I'm, I am in constant contact with them. It is usually very much about like work stuff but sometimes it's not sometimes it's just you know funny things or cool things that we find um, you know I, I definitely found that this was more helpful uh, when I I had an established relationship in person with a lot of my teammates. Um, like at previous jobs, you know, when we would be working from home or either all of us or just a couple of us, like we would literally have channels where like we would just kind of shoot the shit and just talk. Um, obviously with the very, very like big understanding that like our employer can see everything we're saying. So like, obviously don't, (laughs) don't, don't get too crazy on these channels. Um, but, it does help, you know, whether it's inspiration, whether it's just like stuff that's happening in life or whatever, you know, or funny pictures of animals, you know, like your pets doing, you know, crazy things like passing out on your lap while you're working, you know, things like that. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's stuff like that that kind of, I feel like helps, you know, it's, it doesn't fully substitute the being there in person, in my opinion. Uh, but that's just me. That's just my, my, my personal take on it. Um, the, the other thing that I've I've realized, uh, and kind of this third thing to help with my motivation is, you know, understanding where my motivation is uh, as a designer. Like, what am I, at the end of the day, motivated to do? Not just do great work, um, and it's definitely not just to collect a paycheck, but it's you know, where am I taking my career as a designer and being stuck at home and kind of this 100% remote situation that almost all of us have been in for many months, maybe we're still in it. Um, you know, I, I've kind of had to understand like, like where, what is my motivation and in, in terms of growing as a designer? Um, and then focus on that Rather than comparing myself to other people on Behance and LinkedIn, especially this past year, Um, you know, you'll see people on LinkedIn, they're getting promotions still, you know, they're they're advancing in their careers. And we're all guilty of this, right? Like we're, we're comparing ourselves to other people, to friends, to former colleagues or whatever it may be. Um, and it can really bring us down. It can really bring the motivation down. At least it does for me, uh, especially when I go on to Behance, like I love getting ideas and following, like what's the latest like styles, what's some new ideas, what's some new trends that are happening in product design, um. Uh, and of, uh, of course, what's on Behance is usually much different than what's in the real world. Uh, but even when I'm looking in the real world at like, you know, new apps that are updating or whatever it may be, uh, especially in my own industry, you know, I, I you could sometimes look at it and be like, wow, why aren't, why aren't we doing stuff like that? Or why didn't I think of that? Um And man, my work isn't like anywhere near that level. I've stopped comparing myself to that because I realized it was it was killing my motivation even more. It wasn't actually driving motivation. It was killing it for me. Uh, Instead, like what I kind of compare myself to now is literally just the work that I started doing wherever I'm working at. uh, And then like where I'm at now. Uh, and, and my own work now like how am i creating things now versus like a year ago um you know whether it be original ideas or me just utilizing design systems that are already created what's the kind of end result or some of the concepts that i've been doing and when i start looking at that like i realized like there's a lot to be proud of um you know i especially like the past year during the pandemic, like you start to realize like, Oh wow, like we may be 100% home and we may be worried that we're not doing enough and that we're not doing enough things. But when you really look back at like the work that you have been doing, um, sometimes you might realize like, Oh shit, like there's actually a lot that I've been doing. (laughs) Like there's a lot of cool stuff. (laughs) Um, And, and, and it kind of is a little bit of a, a, a yes, an ego booster. Right. But it, 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 helps because I already knew, I know, and I accept the fact that my motivation is lacking already as it is by me kind of taking the, you know, or looking or comparing myself to others outside of even my own team or outside of my own company or wherever, maybe like, it's just, it's not adding any benefit to that. It's, it's subtracting the motivation even more. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of the third thing that that's, Essentially, really, really, really helped me a lot. Um, like, I could care less about. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about my friends and like some former coworkers and stuff that end up getting promoted or like end up moving on to some really cool jobs or end up moving to some other company or something like that. Like, I'm actually like really excited for them now, and I've learned to just be happy and excited for them. But I do not compare myself to them. Anymore, <laughs> like I just don't. Um, we're all on our own journeys. <laughs> uh, I think part of it too has come from like I also like last year kind of bashed that stereotype of the the expectation that everybody has to become a people leader when you're in a design career path. Um, an individual contributor can have just as much influence and power and, uh, do like just as much amazing things and have just as much satisfaction in their job, uh, as a, a, a people leader can, um, not everybody's cut out to be people leaders and not everybody's cut out to just be, you know, individual contributors all their lives. Um, I think one of the places I was interviewing at, you know, uh, a while back, you know, kind of opened my eyes to that of like, wow, like, you know, you can be just as successful, you can make just as much money at this place as an individual contributor as you can as a manager. Um, It just depends on where your passions lie and what you do best. And uh, that to me kind of opened my eyes to be like, okay, like, I don't really need to compare myself to others, especially if others are getting into paths that I don't even know if I fully want to f- pursue. You know, it just feels like that that's something that's assumed in the industry as designers Um, that, okay, you got to move. Okay. If you want to move up, you know, you're going to, you you got to, you got to start leading a team. And it's like, well, that may not be for everybody. Um, I still don't know if that's actually for me, but, uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then I you know the kind of this this final thing you know that I do want to talk about is like <sighs> that acceptance that you you may not have all of your motivation right now. You know, if you're listening to this and you're still working from home, you know, we're still in the panini, we're still in the pandemic. Um, If, if, if you're listening to this and we're still in this moment and you're like, God, my motivation is so low. I'm just so worried. I'm worried. I'm not doing enough. You know, I'm worried. I'm not doing enough good quality work. You know, just understand, like, I, I think most people get it. Like the motivation is not at the highest it can be right now. You know, for a lot of us, we're not in the ideal environment that we thrive in as designers. And until I can get to that environment myself of being in an office, you know, I personally know, and I've just accepted that like, I'm not going to have the same drive and motivation as I normally would. I'm still going to do great work. I'm still doing great work. I'm still happy with the work I'm doing, but I'm not at what I know I could be. And that's okay. Um, it's, that's the way it's going to be until I can get back into the right environment. Um, it's, it's kind of stuff that's just out of our control at this point in time. Uh, and again, this is speaking from somebody that wants to go back in an office. Um, it would be nice to continue. I think I think here was something, I think it was CBS just reported uh, a poll where like something like 40 something percent of like Americans would prefer uh, like to be back in an office with like a hybrid work environment. Like one or two days out of the week you work from home and then the rest of the time you're in the office. Um, but like we want to be back in an office (laughs) and I think it's just, you know, again, we miss people. Um, that's, that's my motivation for others. It's, they want to get away from the chaos in their home. If it's family members, roommates, kids, whatever it may be, pets, um, you know, they, they want to get away from that and they know they can, they need to, to be in an office, um, to, again, get that motivation and, and that drive to do things, uh, like they were, uh, at the capacity that they were. Um, and there's no shame in that, you know, uh, I, I know I've said this in like past episodes, the, the, I want to work from home. 100% of the time voices are very loud voices, but they're not the majority. <laughs> Um, and that poll that CBS reported, like, you know, that, that, that was just another instance where it's like, look, like people don't want to be working from home a hundred percent of the time, but yes, we do want to be in a flexible environment, uh, moving forward. And again, for me, it's because I'm more motivated around other people. I'm more motivated When I am a, you know, surrounded by other creatives, but also surrounded by developers and engineers and product owners and, you know, just generally being able to socialize with people. And from there, like you can spawn new ideas and you can, you know, you're kind of like, you get this like excited, like, uh, not competitiveness, but like you get this excited drive of like, yeah, like we're working on something really cool here. Like all of us, you know, I don't see that, you know, I don't see the excitement. I don't see the the brainstorming sessions that are happening behind the glass and some conference rooms as I'm walking by, you know, like, um, none of us do when we're working from home, all we see are zoom invites and, you know, uh, and, and people's pixelated faces through, through a webcam. Um, so it can be tough. It could be really tough. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think the the biggest motivation or biggest biggest understanding of, of staying motivated is you may not have your full capacity of motivation right now. It's okay. It's it's gonna be okay. Um, you know, unless your company decides to go 100% work from home and that just doesn't work for, me, for you, uh, you know that's that's a whole different story, but it sounds like for a lot of us, we'll, we'll be back in an office soon. Um, the question is will we be back in the office five days a week or three or four days a week? Uh, I don't know. Uh, either way, like I know that by the time that happens, whether it's five days or three days doesn't you know whatever it is, I know I will be more motivated. Um, yes, I will be tired from my commute to and from work, uh, but, uh, and I will miss things like being able to go on a bike ride during my lunch break. But I, I know that I, I'll have that full motivation back by being surrounded by others, especially other designers and other creatives. Uh, so we just have to come to terms with that. I think, you know, um, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to admit that you're not fully motivated, uh, by, by being stuck at home, for 400 plus days by yourself or with your significant other or with your kids like it's it's totally cool um it's just a matter of unpacking those things and just really truly understanding them and for me i've understood i've like i've realized look i i thrive on on other people so you might too or you might not i don't know But with that, I am going to just kind of close this episode a little bit early. It's going to be a short episode, but I wanted to get it out there because I want people to understand it's okay. Uh, This is a weird situation we're in. And just because we're over a year into it for some of us, like it doesn't mean that we have to be back to the full capacity that we were before. Um, I also feel like too, sometimes like we, we sometimes do things a little more and a little faster when we work from home. Um, but we just may not feel like it. We may not feel that motivation. So I'm curious though, anybody listening, um, do you feel the same? Do you feel like, look, I just am not going to have that motivation until I can get back in an office. Or are you one of those people on the opposite side of the spectrum? That's like, finally, my day has come. I can work from home. And this is the most, this is the most motivated I've ever been. Um, you know, just, is that you, you know, and, and are you dreading going back to the office because you're going to now have a decrease in motivation, uh, I, I'm definitely interested to hear and I'm definitely interested to hear like other perspectives. I think I've heard more of the, I want to be a hundred percent remote, <laughs> um, more than I've heard the, I want to go back in the office. I think it's just because people are, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think, maybe our, the, I want to go back to the office is a little more overpowered until it comes to a survey that you can answer anonymously. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I'd like to actually go back in the office, please. Um, But yeah, Uh, so yeah, if you like this episode, yes, it's a short one. Yes, it's a quick little bit. Uh, Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to share this out. Uh, And if you can, rate it on your respective podcast platform. But until next time, uh, my name's Josh, and I will catch you on the next episode.